Hi, welcome to the Beginnings of Gushy Housing. My name is Nathan Smith, and this is a podcast about my journey through real estate. I started this podcast because I wanted to keep track of my journey from where I'm at now to where I'll end up in the future. I don't really know where that's going to be, but I know it's going to be successful, so I want to keep track of it. Whenever I first started listening to podcasts, I would hear people talk about their stories and how they started, but they wouldn't really get into the small, finer details of everything that they had to go through because to them now it was significant or insignificant stuff that just kind of slips their mind. And that was the stuff that I was really wanting to know, just the small stuff that's really integral, but it's not a huge deal to them anymore, so they don't really think about it. And... I couldn't find anything like that, so I figured I'd go on and start something like that. So this is the first episode. I am kind of starting this late because I already have my first property, but this episode, since it's the first one, I'll get you caught up to where I am now. So for starters, I didn't really originally intend on getting into real estate. The idea was first planted in my mind whenever I was in high school. I took a personal finance class and my teacher was talking kind of in an offhanded thing, not on lesson or anything, but he mentioned that if you bought a duplex, you could rent out one side to a bunch of friends, live in the other, and then they would pay your mortgage and you would have a house for free. And that idea had always interested me, like just living in a house for free, not having to deal with anything, not having to live in an apartment and just having a party house. So... I held on to that idea through college, and as I got to the point where college wasn't really working out for me and I couldn't justify me staying, I was trying to find the next thing that I was going to get into. And around that time, a friend that I met in high school got in touch with me, and we met up, and I kind of told him that I wasn't really doing well in college and I was planning on dropping out, but I had the duplex idea and I was thinking about going towards that. And he recommended Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And if you spend any time listening to podcasts and any book recommendations or anything, that is the number one book that starts everybody down this rabbit hole. But it did wonders for me. Like once I started reading it, I couldn't put it down. And then I just started searching everywhere to find any information that I could on real estate. I found the AJ Osborne podcast and Bigger Pockets, and those were the two that I really locked onto whenever I was trying to get as much information as I could. After a couple months of me listening to the podcast and really trying to soak in as much as I could, I got on the Bigger Pockets website and just started looking around trying to find a realtor that I could get in touch with to start looking at houses. I found one and he started sending me notifications on the MLS, but he really wasn't putting in all that much effort on his end of things to try and get me into a house. And honestly, I can't blame him because I wasn't really that motivated whenever I was looking at houses. I would go and look at a house with him, but I didn't have the drive to really get out of my parents' house at the time because I was still living with them. That changed whenever I was hanging out with some of my friends. And we were on our way to my friend's parents' house. And we were usually hang out there because they had a fully furnished basement and everything. But I was tired of it because I wanted my own place. I wanted to be able to have friends over without having to worry about disrupting my parents. I wanted to 
be able to have my own food. I wanted my own place so I could start my journey. So I let them know that it didn't matter what happened. I was either going to be out of my parents' place or on my way out of my parents' place by June. So that was my motivation. That was my drive. And the next day I contacted my realtor and let him know that I was trying to be done. Like I wanted to be in my house and he was like, cool. Well, I'm going to be on vacation until the 14th of May. So once we get, or once I get back, I'll be able to help you out. Well, while he was gone, I think it was about two weeks before then, I was just scouring the MLS. Any email notification that I got, I was on top of it. And this was as the market was really starting to pick up. A house would go on the market and it would last for five days to begin with. Then it would go to four, then it would go to three, and then it would be gone almost the same day or at least pending the same day. And there were a couple that I found that I had saved. And whenever he came back, we went and looked at three different houses. And I ended up putting an offer in on one that it was kind of rough as far as I needed to replace the floors. I needed to repaint the walls and stuff like that. And a basic homeowner wouldn't really want it. But after I repaired it, it would be a perfect house for what I was looking for. Because it was a single family house but they had changed the garage into a one-bedroom, one-bathroom apartment. So it was practically a duplex, and it was not what I really wanted, but it was close enough, and it needed enough work that I could get myself started, and it would be me running towards hard, which was what I wanted to do anyways. So I told him to put in an offer on it, and it got accepted the next morning. From that point, I went on and started the long, arduous process of waiting for the inspectors to come through, getting the appraisal done and all that. And a week before we were supposed to close, the appraisal comes back and it was $22,000 underneath the price that I had offered them. Now, in the contract, there's a clause that I opted into saying that if the appraisal came in lower than the price that I was offered or that I offered, I would change my price to the appraisal because that's all I could get a loan for. Well, since the appraisal was $22,000 lower than the original offer, the homeowners were like, no, I don't want to do that. I would much rather fix it up myself than give it away for that price. And they backed out on the deal. This really took a blow to my future plans because that meant that even if I did get into another house and had an offer accepted and all that, it, I would still need to wait another month before I was able to really get into the house. This was a problem because it was already the middle of June, so that means that I would have going to automatically miss my mark, which was disappointing, but it didn't matter because I was already on that drive. I was going to get out of my parents' place. So a uh, new house would come on the market. Me and my realtor would go look at it. And by the time we set foot in the house, there were already two or three offers on it. That was just how hot everything was. I had seen they put the house that I previously had an offer on back on the market. Well, I watched it for a couple days and they took the price from 170000 down to 160000 And whenever I mentioned it to my realtor, he was like, you know, if you can bring the price that you can offer up to 155000 they would probably accept it. 
So I told him to go on, give them the offer, and they did accept it based off of the timing since we already had the appraisals, we already had the inspectors and everything. We could close by the 30th. So I went through the process. They accepted the offer. I got all the money figured out, and I closed on the house on the 30th of June. And that leads to where I am today. I had originally planned to be done with all the renovations by the end of the year 2021. And around this time, I was supposed to be looking for my next deal to go on and get into. Sadly, things didn't really go as planned. And I kind of got hooked up on the part that I'm currently on. Listening to podcasts and reading the books and all that, I understood the process, but once I got to this part, I didn't fully understand it, and that has led me to hesitate a lot. I'm only recently getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I can't do this all on my own. It's time for me to start leveraging other people's money in order to like get this done. Since buying the house, I started going to a real estate group, and I decided that I wanted to get a second job because currently I work nice full time. But I wanted to get a day job working with a contractor so that I could learn what I can and can't do myself and what I really don't want to do myself so I can really understand the process a lot more and kind of give me less nerves about taking this next step. Well, in the real estate group, there was a contractor who started going the exact same time that I did, and he had just moved into town. So he went up to the guy who runs everything and he told him that he wanted to find workers, but he just couldn't. And if he had any ideas to let him know, and not long after that, I went up to the same guy. I was like, Hey, so I want to work underneath the contractor. If you know anybody who's looking for work, just let me know. So he connected us instantly and I've been working underneath him for the past I want to say five or six months. It's been a really good experience for me. And I have changed from working for money to him or my hours working for him is turned into his hours working for me. So it's a lot cheaper for me to go on and get my house started on. But I also need the money for the resources. So that's where I'm at. I've talked to different people in the group trying to figure out the funding stuff, but I am still currently working on it. Right now, my plan is to go through a company that tries to get you a bigger credit limit as far as like credit cards and stuff. And their goal is to get your credit limit as large as possible so that you can use it to buy any supplies or resources that you need for a refinance or to get yourself to be able to refinance and then you can pay back everything that you need and move on to the next one. But it's a source of funding that you can always borrow on without having to worry about getting in touch with lenders or anything like that. So I have a meeting with them next week and I am looking forward to see how it goes from there. But as for right now, this is my story and this is my first podcast. I'm still working on the details of everything, and obviously this is not something that I've done before, so it's going to be shaky for a little bit, but I'm getting it figured out. So thanks for listening, and 
I'll see you next time.